Welcome to Tea with Trosper. It's your host, Alicia Howard, serving you the tea and insider details of all things Nevada. Welcome back to Tea with Trosper. The Henderson Symphony Orchestra, or HSO, is back for their 33rd season and will kick off its 2022-2023 season with Bang on September 23rd at 8 p.m. at the Dollar Loan Center here in Henderson. Bang opens with the most famous rivalry of DC Comics, Batman, and Superman. They will be performing Danny Elfman's Batman Suite and John Williams' Superman Suite. The HSO wants to highlight the sacrifices artists must make to succeed, including training, stress, psychological pressure, and competition to reach the big leagues of the classical music world. With that being said, who better to bring on the podcast than one of the women behind it all, the HSO conductor, Alex? Remind me how to say your last name again. Arrieche. <laughs> okay. I, I won't even butcher it. Let's just go here, Alex. Thank you so much. I know you're so busy while you're in town, so thank you for being here with us today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so to start off, I'd love to talk all about you. Oh, my God. All about me. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, just a little bit about your, about your background, where you're originally from, how did you get into classical music, all of that. Um, well, I am originally from Brazil. I was born and raised in uh, in Brazil. Um, it's interesting that everybody asked me how I got into classical music because classical music is not a big thing in Brazil. We rarely have orchestras there. Oh. Like we do, like we, for instance, comparing to to United States, we barely do. You know, in United States, you have orchestras every city you go. You know, and sometimes you do have more than one. Right. Or at least more than one group. Um, in Brazil, you're going to have something like Sao Paulo. That, there will be a, a, a place where you're going to have more, um, that the orchestras will be combined, like Rio. Like when you go to the big cities, yes. But around where I grew up, the closest orchestras, were, the orchestra was five hours drive. Oh, wow. So... I, I say that's usually like a miracle to yeah. someone to get into classical music with that type of resistance. But I always loved sounds. You know, I always loved like my, my memories. Uh, my first memories were like banging instruments, you know, mm-hmm. as uh, like playing with uh, with toy instruments that I had at home or doing anything with, that will make some sound. And of course, I drove my my parents crazy with that <laughs> until the point that my aunt, she saw that I was playing things by ear in a small keyboard. And I was so annoying. I was like, I was really like, oh, what do you want me to play? And then uh, she would say something and I would play, I would go to my room, I would practice, I would come back. And then I remember we were prepping for this birthday party from my sister's birth- birthday party. And I was about 10, 11, and she told me to to play something that was very difficult because she thought I was going to spend more time in my room. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) She was like, okay, I'm going to let's send her to her her room so we can work here now. And when she said that, I played on spot. And then she looked at my mom and she said, there is something that you should... You should find a, a, a teacher. Mm-hmm. And that was the time, that was the year that uh, I started learning how to play the piano. Oh and then, yeah, and then, like, of course, orchestral music was always 
in uh, movies and right. uh, you know on TV when you go and watch Star Wars what right. is what is behind that is orchestral music mm-hmm. you know and it it's we are surrounded by by symphonic the symphonic world when you go to the movie theaters um, because when it, there is always drama you know and there yeah. is always going to be like a, an orchestra playing there or the choir or something and that fascinated me since the, the very beginning so from go, to go from piano to uh, the interest to, 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 with the orchestral sound was like quick, was really quick. Wow. And then, so she got you a teacher and then the yeah. rest is history. The, yeah. The rest is history. Then I start composing. Like I moved, like we, wow. this was when I was living in the Southern part of, of the country. And then I moved, we moved to Sao Paulo state and there, there was uh, a music school, which the city that I grew up didn't have. Okay. We only have like private teachers. And there was a music school, and then I, I, I had, I, I was finally part of a community. I had friends that played oh, other cool. instruments, mm-hmm. and um, it was not only piano. We had flute, we have violin, we have the entire chamber orchestra there. And I started writing music, and I would start writing music for them. Oh, okay. And that was how I got into conducting. Oh, because there was a time that the group was too big and needed someone to. To lead them. To lead it, yeah. And the only one that knew the piece, the music was me. So I, and that, that was, a, uh, I was about 16 years old. And then the, re- the, the rest is, is sort of history because I was not, I was not thinking about, I was thinking about being a composer, which is also rare for a woman. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I also always heard in Brazil, like it's hard for, for a man, imagine for, Girl, oh, right? Yeah. And uh, so I was like, yeah, we don't have orchestras. Maybe it's just, you know, better to keep writing and doing other stuff with music. Until one of my teachers said, like, you sh- you know, you do have a voice. You do have a talent for conducting. You should, and if you want to do, writing is always going to be there for you. But if you want to go for conducting, now is the time. So that's where I, that's when is the rest is history. Oh, okay. <laughs> So I know you said you started with piano. Mm-hmm. Do you play any other instruments? Well, um, now I would say I don't even, I rarely play the piano because it's, I, I use the piano to practice. Okay. Uh, but if you ask me to play, if I do have like a repertoire, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's really, I, I envy those conductors that have, that kept their instruments. Unfortunately, I did not. But... Um, when I went to school, I was fortunate enough to have very tough teachers that said, if you want to write, if you want to conduct, you better know how to play at least a scale in, each, in not in each instrument, but pick an instrument of each section, for mm-hmm. instance, string section, uh, brass, um, woodwinds, and a little bit of percussion. So we had to, like six months, and we had to learn how to play wow. a scale. Huh. So at least, and it was horrible. I can imagine. That <laughs> I mean, really for, hard. For, I, I realized like I have no talent for strings, uh, but I can, I, I could, I could have some future with the woodwinds and brass. Percussion is something that I absolutely adore and I could do something too, but strings is some, it was, it's really not for me, but at least I know the struggle. At least I yeah. know, like, can, can I play, can I sit? In an orchestra and play those those instruments? No, I can't. Right. But at least I know the struggle. Yeah, yeah, you know what your musicians what it takes. Are, yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, 
I know you said you started conducting with them back in Brazil, but um, how many symphonies, orchestras have you conducted since? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, well, I'm lucky enough to have experienced um, lots of orchestras. In Brazil, I would say even though we don't have many, I would say uh, at least four oh. in Brazil. Wow. So I would say at least not professionally, but at least I, I stood in master classes and um, in the smaller concerts with most of the most of them. Wow! And um, I mean most of the the important ones. And uh, here in the United States, I would say about ten, twelve. Wow, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, I know it is. It is. And and I I yeah no. And I said I'm I'm really lucky to so- to have that. How did you get brought onto the Henderson Symphony Orchestra? It was uh, well. There was the, the position was open, and uh, I applied, and uh, and you got the and job. I got the oh, job. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was it was not that easy. <laughs> <laughs> there was I think there was more than a hundred candidates. Oh and, wow! Um, and they narrowed to six, and we had an interview, and then they narrowed to four, and then we came to conduct. And each of the candidates had a specific con- uh, 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 concert. Mm-hmm. And mine was the movie concert, which that that year was uh, a cult metropolis. I don't know if you heard of. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's an amazing uh, silent movie. It's The score is remarkable. And it's it's hard. It's like no click tracks, so you have no guidance. You have to sync uh, everything by by sight. Wow! And and when I saw the score, when I saw the the, the the time that we had to to do, and and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go there, do my best, mm-hmm. have fun. Yeah. And because I clearly, I'm clearly not getting this because this is too hard. It's oh really? Too hard. It's, yeah. It's too hard, and it's hard to show you as a musician or as a as a. I mean, it's as a conductor, as a leader, yes. But to to work on the nuances and musicality is quite difficult when you have to worry about syncing and yeah. Um, you know, that's kind of like come afterwards when you when you are done. And but it was I was able to do that too, so that was a good thing because they. In the end of the day, we put a very nice project together, and that was what. And got you me thought good. you weren't going to get it. I I thought I was not going to get wow. it because it was. I was like, I'm. There is no way I, I will be able to to sync it and have time to work musically and refine in time right. because it's it's a lot of work. It's really yeah. a lot of work. I can imagine. I can't even imagine actually just looking at it at you doing it is so hard. Um, I'm sure it takes a lot of intelligence and skill. Oh yeah, it's it's it's, it's a training. Yeah, you know, it's like everything in life. You know, I, I if you if you if you I, I always compare myself. I should not do that, but I always compare <laughs> myself with my sister. Like she has skills that I I cannot even dare to try you know because is she also no she no she's a pastry chef oh okay but what she does with pastry with like like desserts and it's it's sculpture it's Mm -hmm. absolutely beautiful if you ask me to do one like she does it will probably look like eh. (laughs) the second one will 
be a disaster and the third one when I'm not even going to try because it's really if you see what she does it's quite it's really incredible wow. and she has to do like a, sometimes a hundred of the same and they wow. all and you know, they all have to look the same and she's mm-hmm. very perfectionist so it's but yeah hey she went to school for that she right. trained it's her passion and yeah, it's, it's about clearly, education. Yeah, yeah it's clearly about education. talent runs in the family, though. Oh, well. Because, <laughs> I mean, you could yes. go to school for years, <laughs> yeah, and, you yeah. know, if you don't have that initial but talent. Yeah, no, but also passion. You know, yeah. talent is nothing if you don't have passion and if you yeah. don't work on it. That's a good point. You know, point. I have so many, I, I, I saw so many talents that were lost because... People just didn't care. And I, I look at some, sometimes I think like, oh, my God, if I had that talent, you yeah. know, like, oh, it's, in, it's incredible. You have to put the work. Yeah. That's, that's what people don't understand. Definitely. You know? For years. Too. For years. For years. So classical is your jam, right? Yes. Outside of that, do you have any other genres of music that you enjoy? I I. I love everything. I work one of my, my, my jobs that I loved to do is a project that I have in Europe that's called Night of the Proms. I've mm-hmm. been there with them uh, seven years already. Oh, wow. And they're, they're, uh, they, it's called Night of the Proms, where classical meets pop. And Ooh. we have pop artists that come, and the orchestra is the, the element that connects right. uh, all the pop artists. So we had Nile Rogers, we had Natasha Benenfield, Simple oh, Minds. Wow. Joston, Joe Jackson, Chaka Khan, name it. Like it's, and it, it's fantastic. That's and I love cool. it. I love it. I, I don't see any difference between uh, classical and pop, to be yeah. honest. Like good music, good music, period. Right. You I know, agree. And should, and we should not have that, those divisions. Right. Yeah. Music is music. And if yeah, it's music good, it's is good. music. So outside of music, what do you like to do in your free time? Um, outside, oh my God, I'm going to sound such a nerd. <laughs> yeah, music takes a lot of my time. I bet. A lot of my time. And like I said, it's, it's, it's a passion. So I, I wake up thinking about it. I go to sleep thinking about it. And as my dad used to say, like, if you're, if you love running, you never get tired. Mm-hmm. So that's, that takes a lot of my, my time. And, um, but yeah, outside of music, what I, 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 I mean, I love, like working out become, became something that I, I like to do. And I think that, but also I see that as an improvement for what I do on stage. Right. Because I need to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, spending time with my friends and, yeah. uh, and, and, and loved ones, you know, that's something that I, 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 I'm, I'm, I love doing, you know, mm-hmm. and I, it's essential for me. Yeah, definitely. You know, like food, of course, because as I said, my family, I'm like, I just quoted my sister. Yeah. Uh, yeah, food is a big thing in our family. Um, if I would follow the family tradition, I would be a chef like my sister, oh. <laughs> not a musician. <laughs> um, and I was actually podcasting as well. Oh, yeah. Tell us yeah. about your podcast. Yeah, no, that that was what we were taught. Like, remember, and you asked me that like, yeah, about yeah. classical and pop. <laughs> the, the podcast is about that. It came out of oh. a frustration because in, during the pandemic. Yeah. Because people were um, asking me a lot, like, oh, uh, but you're doing pop now? You're doing... It was like, no, what do you mean I'm doing pops? Oh, no, Alex is now a pops conductor. It's like, no, I do have... Right. 
both worlds. And by the way, yeah, there's no division. Ch- yeah, you don't have to just choose one. Yeah, so whenever like people ask me about that, my my answer was always like, you know what, there is no division here. Because you know mm-hmm. what, in the, back in the day, Beethoven was a rock star. Mm-hmm. And I said that, and I always said that. So I was like, you know what, Beethoven was a rock star. It's like a great title for for the podcast and yeah. let's talk about that was about, Beethoven was a rock star became the the title of the podcast and I started inviting all the the artists from the the pop part the, the, the pop acts that we had mm-hmm. with the proms to talk about their experiences oh. playing with an orchestra and growing up as musicians as well right and on the other side I was also inviting classical musicians to talk about it, including a historian called Christopher Gibbs, which was my teacher when I moved here. Oh. And he he was fantastic. He we also like we all actually uh, in the first uh, episodes we talked about what is when when those divisions were started. You know, mm-hmm. uh, who was the first rock star and when that's and yeah, you know, there are lots of parallels between classical and pop music and in the past there were really not really a a, a, a division right so that's anyway so that's what the the, the podcast that's an is amazing about. idea for a podcast well, thank i like you. the no, title we, we have we, the second season is coming up <laughs> i'm enticed to go listen now yeah please do it because it's very it's very interesting it's not yeah. because it's like oh my podcast no no it's 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 something that it was needed to talk um and I got great feedback about that, you know, and yeah. it's from from both sides, from the classical and from the pop side. And That's in good. the it's interesting that in the end of the day, um, it's all about the the, the everybody when we, we talk like oh, well, so where is the issue? You know, why we created so many barriers? In the end of the day, it's all about music education. Mm-hmm. You know, is that how exposed you are? within uh, uh, you know with music and and uh, if if you're exposed since you were a kid you're going to grow up up appreciating that right you know it's kind of like this it's kind of like sports i i as a brazilian i love soccer you mm-hmm. know which for us is football mm-hmm. but i love soccer and do i play soccer no i don't you know i actually don't put me in any field that would be a disaster uh, but I do love it. I appreciate it. You know, when right. the, the World Cup is coming, I'm going to be crazy about it because I love it. And uh, but but yeah, but I was exposed since a, a young age to um, to to like watching on TV and you know seeing my friends playing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I tried actually, and I told you it was bad. But <laughs> um, but yeah, but. It's about exposure, and, and it doesn't matter, like, regardless if uh, the kid's going to become a musician or not, it's very important to mm-hmm. have that, to, to, to give them another, another perspective. And it's something different than sports. Um, music l- helps you to, to, to listen. And this mm-hmm. is something that we really miss, uh, we are missing in the world right now, yeah. you know, it's the ability to, 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 to listen to each other. Mm-hmm. Definitely. What kind of programs does HSO offer for emerging artists, like high school orchestra students? Oh, we we do have two great programs, uh, plus the conductor camp. But the two great programs that we have is the Young Artists and the Concert for Kids. And the Young Artists, both of them, I'm, I'm so proud of, really, uh, 
The Young Artists Competition is uh, have been the HSO has been doing that since uh, for for twenty seasons, I think. Wow! So it's a, a quite a, 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 a uh, an established program, yeah. and all like everybody, all the winners, they are doing something around the country with music, or they kept playing their 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 instruments in school, and they are yeah. still performing. And it, that's amazing. Yeah, no, it's and they are amazing kids, and I couldn't be more proud of them. I yeah. really, I, I'm. And I learned so much from them. Yeah. And the so we there is a competition and they apply, and they are like if they if they win they performed with an orchestra. There is the oh, prize. Oh, that's really cool. That's the prize. So which yeah. is rare. Yeah. You know, it's not about only about playing your instrument. You were you you perform with an orchestra, which is. An opportunity that it's ever everybody's dreams, right? Yeah. You, when you learn an instrument, and uh, the concert for kids is uh, an interactive concert that we have, where the kids come. Like we last year, we had oh no, actually this year it was in the the Dollar Loan Center. Mm-hmm. The first music event ever in the Dollar Loan oh. Center was our concert for kids. Cool. We have uh, 18, uh, 1800 kids um and we show the instruments like they they can play they can they can uh, uh experiment a little bit and then we play a piece and then they you know there is always some interaction with with the kids you know they either can choose the 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 ending of the song they they can make some sounds and oh. they can make waves so there is always there's it's never like Okay, put this, the kids there and they listen and they go home. You know, no, there's always, always something that they take with them, right? Of being part of that experience. Cool. And in the end, I always grab them, one of them or two, to conduct the the. Oh, the I think I saw that in the photos. Yes, in the drive. yes, yes. I was That's one of my cool. favorite things. Oh, I love that. I love it. I really do. Well, to touch on this weekend, can you yes. tell me all about that and bang? Oh my God, bang! <laughs> yes, we were talking about music education and sports, right? So, yeah, so this idea, the bang, the, the the entire season, heroes, is our twist in uh, superheroes and what we considered like real heroes. Yeah, which is usually when you think about heroes, when you think about superhumans. You think about athletes, right? You mm-hmm. think about the Olympics. You think about uh, the gymnasts and right. the people doing things that are unbelievable. But in uh, and, and also, like when you think about those things, and if in their weaknesses, for instance, we think about sports medicine. Yeah, you never think about like musicians' medicine or something like mm-hmm. that. But the the reality is that. We do get injured. It's very physical. What we do is as physical as yeah. an athlete. The difference is that we are working with smaller muscles. Right. But it's the same. For instance, I had an injured. I, I was injured. And my injury, the name was tennis elbow. And I basically got that from conducting, which is the same movement that a tennis does with the same uh, energy, the same. Uh, I, I would not say impact because I'm not. I don't. I'm not hitting anything. But just to 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 put it together. The, so that's that. That was the inspiration, you know, to make a parallel between music uh, uh, musicians 
and athletes. Yeah. And then we put a twist on that and we transform our musicians and our soloists uh, this year in superheroes. So cool. So that's what's going to happen. Like this uh, um, first concert, we are going to have the classic battle, the sea battle, Batman and Superman. So we're going to play uh, Batman. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, really excited. Yeah, for no, it. that's very good. And then Diane Leternut playing the Sibelius, which is one of the most difficult violin concertos. So wow. we are going to show off that as well. That's going to be amazing. Yes, Once I'm very again, excited. Bang is this Friday, the 23rd at 8 p.m. at the Dollar Loan Center. Thank you so much, Alex, for coming on and letting Thank us you. get to know you a little better. Can't wait for this weekend. <laughs> me too. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. As always, don't forget to rate and review us on your preferred streaming service. Subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at Trost for PR and find us on Facebook at Trost for Public Relations. This is Alicia. Thanks for spilling the tea with us and we'll catch you next time.